everybody, it is uh, me, yeah, boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. Wean Dog is at the end of the couch. Sadie Dog wandered into the kitchen. Looking into the uh, porch, I see Cow. Cow just left the porch. I don't see Larry. Ah, so that means he is upstairs. <coughs> shitting on my bed. He's shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed. That's what he's doing. Because he's a fucking cat. Uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I hope it was. Oh, why? Because today is Monday, July 17th, twenty twenty. Trace. Hopefully you had a fun day at work, doing whatever you do. Hopefully you had a fun day doing whatever you do on a Monday. I don't know. Maybe you got the day off. I didn't. I worked a hellacious day today. I worked 13 and a half motherfucking hours today. Oh my. Oh my. It, it, I mean, it was just, it was just, it was super long. <laughs> it was super long, everybody. And I'm super fucking tired. I'm super tired. I didn't, I didn't want to do the podcast. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. But I'm like, Stu. There are literally six people out there, probably more like three, who give a shit about this podcast, and they want it every Monday. They don't want to fucking pay for the Patreon, but they want the freebie every goddamn Monday. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to give it to those three people. I'm going to give it to them hard. I'm going to give it to them loud. And I'm going to give it to them a real fucking long time. That's that's not what she said. <laughs> oh, man. But if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening in. I'm Steve McAllister, the host at MC. I was a comedian for a long time, a social worker for a longer time. And now I just make mistakes. And the mistake I currently make is uh, working for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team of your Detroit Tigers. And I specifically sell Dippin' Dots to establishments all over the great state of Michigan. Today I was in podunk towns of St. Helens, Alger, Prescott, and uh, I was talking uh, to a friend today, and uh, I was telling her where I was, and she's like, those aren't real places in Michigan. And I'm like, I know! I am completely aware that these are podunk towns that I'm going to that legitimately nobody's ever heard of. And yet, somehow we have found a place in these podunk towns to sell goddamn uh, Dippin' Dot ice cream. So it was a busy day, doing a lot of customer service. I swapped out a lot of freezers. They have a tendency to frost over. Sometimes dividers break, and it's easier to just replace for uh, freezers. So that's what I did. 
That's what I did. I had problems with the printer today. We have a tablet and we use Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. I don't know what the fuck. Somehow through the power of magic, maybe John Midgley can help me figure it out. Through the power of magic, I punch it into the tablet, I punch a button, and then the printer works. Uh, theoretically. Numerous times today, it took the printer easily like five minutes to finally fucking print. And I don't know why. I don't know why it was like that. Little, uh, little B-52s. The B-52s are from Athens, Georgia. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Little music trivia here. They're from Athens, Georgia, and they had one of their hit songs was Love Shack. And there legitimately was a Love Shack. There was a shack that uh, they used to go to when they were youngins, and, and they would go and they'd party and they'd uh, drink beer and smoke weed or whatever, and they'd fuck, I guess. And maybe that's where the term Love Shack came from. I saw it. I used to, I lived down there for a year or so, and I saw the Love Shack. Very strange. And I and I, um, I saw Michael Stipe once, too. Very, very strange. He's from Athens. He was, at the time, he was a, a landlord. He owned many, many properties in Athens, and he would rent them out to students going to the University of Georgia. Very weird, right? But anyway... I don't know why the goddamn printer wasn't working, but the issue then becomes like uh, these these people want an invoice of some kind. And so I was going to get them one of the paper invoices that we have, but the, the fuck, the young fuck whose van I was using today uh, doesn't keep him in his fucking van, which just blows my mind away because on more than one occasion, uh, I've needed to write shit out on paper. I know technology, it's the wave of the future, man. Tablets and iPhones and fucking uh, wireless shit. It's the wave of the future, man. You got to catch up, man. And I'm not hesitant to it, but I also uh, am quite aware of the reality of that shit doesn't work. (laughs) Batteries die. Uh, Fucking... Computer chips fry. I throw the printer against the wall. (laughs) Shit doesn't work sometimes, so you need to write shit down. And me, being the dumbass, fucking assuming this motherfucker would have some in the van, uh, went into rage mode when I realized he didn't. Ugh. So it made the whole day a crapshoot. Every time... I went to go print something. I was like, please, please print, please print, please print. Because there was one time where it wasn't printing and I just asked them, I said, can I just give you the invoice number and uh, the, the price? And they were like, oh, well, we actually need a fucking paper for it. I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Christ, why? Why? I'm giving you all the information. Instead of it like you can't see me air quoting it being on like an official piece of paper, you're writing it on your piece of paper. Fuck. Fuckity fuck. Fuckity fuck. You can go fuck yourself. Do do do. Oh, but we got we got through it, everybody. We got through it. We got through it. We got through it. 
I even went to this goddamn fucking uh, speedway, Merritt Speedway, up up near fucking Houghton Lake. I don't actually know what little town it's in. I don't think it's the town. I don't think there's a town of Merritt. Is there a town of Merritt? I go into the all, all these shithole podunk towns. Maybe it is Merritt, and then maybe that's why it's called Merritt Speedway. I don't really fucking know. But they had one of our freezers, and they were hiding it. And I drove past today, and I went in. I said, listen, bitches, where the fuck's the freezer? And you know what? They gave it to me. I think they gave it to me because they knew I wasn't fucking around when I called them bitches. <laughs> listen, sluts. <laughs> Can you imagine just, like, opening a door by kicking it open and just start calling everyone sluts and bitches? And they're like, sir. This is a veterinarian's office. I'm like, yeah, bitches. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, which, uh, for those who don't subscribe to the Patreon, I had to take the dogs to the vet on Friday. And they took all sorts of blood samples and fecal samples from the dogs. Uh, from Sadie Dog. I didn't have a poop sample from Wayne. But uh, Sadie Dog apparently is all healthy. As healthy as a 14-year-old dog can be. But I have to, uh, I, I gotta try and get a urine, urine sample from that fucking dog. And I don't know if you've ever tried to get a urine sample from a dog before. Uh, it is not easy. And I know it's not easy because I have never been successful. And the first time they told me about it, I was like, urine sample? How the fuck am I supposed to get a urine sample? So I actually went to the dollar store. <laughs> and I got a fucking soup ladle. <laughs> I got a soup ladle to try to put under her when she was squatting to catch some of this piss. And every time she went to squat, I'd put it down underneath her, and she'd look at, uh, at me, and she'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing either, lady. Just try and piss in this, will you? And she never did. She was a very, very uncooperative dog. But, uh, but that's good news. Good news. Good news. I, I got to take in a poop sample for Ween, though. Oh, shit. Okay. Um... Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, I'm doing a route I haven't done in forever. Uh, the Kalamazoo route. I'm going to the great city, the metropolis of Kalamazoo, Michigan. I'm going there because uh, the young fuck who does it, he's off Thursday and Friday, and he's supposed to do that route on Thursday, and he wanted to do it today, today, but, uh, cause he normally doesn't work on Monday, but the boss told him no, uh, because I was using his van. <laughs> I had shit to do, you dumb fuck. You, just because you aren't working doesn't mean your van's going to sit there fucking just empty, you dick. <laughs> so he's having me do it tomorrow. And he actually, he told me it's because he wants me to check and make sure that everything's fine with these freezers. So that should tell you right there that my coworkers are garbage. <laughs> that my fucking boss is wanting me to follow up on these goddamn fucking 
routes because he's not doing what he should be doing. And I know he's not doing what he should be doing. When I was fill, I sold a lot of product today, and when I was filling up the freezers, the backup freezer, I look and I find a box, and he wrote on the box, "Do not take out." And I was like, "What?" And I look inside, and it's just a mismatch of all of these different flavors of Dippin' Dots. And I don't know why they were there. I don't know why this box wasn't on top. I, I, I just have realized that I got to stop asking questions. I just got to stop asking questions because fucking idiots aren't going to have real answers. Uh, so yesterday, everybody, yesterday was a um, Bruce Lee day for me. For some reason, a Bruce Lee movie came up. Enter the Dragon. You guys ever watch that one? It came up as a recommendation for me to watch. So I'm like, all right. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen this one. So I watched it. it it's got Chuck Norris in it very briefly. And uh, it wasn't pretty bad for a movie that came out in 1973. It wasn't too bad. So then I watched two others. It was like uh, Fist of Fury. And then Fists of Fury. Like, you know, heaven, heaven forbid you try to come up with a different kind of fucking name for your movie, Bruce. But the main thing that I took away from it is that uh, Bruce Lee sounds like a cat when he's fighting. <laughs> All of the sounds he makes just sounds like a cat fucking, like, pissed off and wanting to fight another cat. It's all like, yeah. Like, what is going on here? We need to neuter Bruce. <laughs> He's getting a little too rambunctious. But they were all on uh, Tubi. Now, now, I don't know if they're on other ones. They very well could be. But Tubi is for free. It is not a streaming service you got to pay for. Uh, there are commercials. Um, but, they, uh, but they don't edit the movie. So, like, a rated R movie is still going to be a rated R movie or whatever. So, if you get a chance, go watch them. They're not bad for old kung fu flicks. I always enjoyed, like, uh, kung fu Saturday mornings, right? When I was a kid, you'd watch the cartoons. And then at, like, 11 o'clock noon, fucking these kung fu movies would come on. The one that was always my favorite was, like, uh, what was it, like, the... Seven Deadly Sins or whatever, and it was like all the, it was like the different styles of kung fu. It's like frog and snake and whatever. You're like, oh my god, what is going on? And everyone had like superhuman powers. None of it, like they'd stick to walls. Like the one guy was like the lizard, and he would stick to a wall, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You're still a human being, right? You're not really a lizard. You just got a lizard mask on. Nope, apparently this dude's a fucking lizard. He's sticking to a goddamn wall. How the fuck do you do that? Loved him. Loved him. I was talking to my friend Sarah today. Doing all the Marco Polo shit. And she works for a, uh, a big, big corporation, right? It's all like office work, computer work, all that kind of stuff. I think... She, she sells like Adobe or something. I don't know. Computer programming. I don't know. I don't fucking know. D 
Do you sell Facebook and Twitter? I don't fucking know. But she informed me that today that uh, somewhere between 180 and 200 people at her place of business were fired today. It was like a mass layoff. And no one knew it was coming. It just happened. And apparently it was like all sorts of random people. She said there was someone there who had been working there 25 years got axed. Like, Jesus Christ. And so I thought it was weird for, for various reasons. I thought it was weird that it happened on a Monday. Usually firings happen on Friday because then they got like a whole weekend for everybody to like cool off. I mean, now you got the whole rest of the week and all the coworkers that weren't fired were like, what the fuck? She was telling me, though, that she was like, she almost wished that she got the axe. You know, she get like the severance pay or whatever and then just can kind of work shit out. But I can't imagine. I mean, the majority of my working experience and work life was in the social work field and there are not mass layoffs in social work because you fucking you can't you can't mass lay off these people right you just it it would be uh insane to do that but there would be occasionally like the random person would be gone and you'd be like what the fuck and that happened uh at the this place that i worked called touchstone there would just be like random like people fired and let go and it was the that was the first time i ever worked for an agency a social work agency where people were getting fired on the regular i think in the first month that i worked there like three people were fired and i'm like what the fuck how are you firing people like what are people like normally in the social work field like you legitimately would have to be like uh, uh you'd have to murder someone and then you'd have to like rape their body uh, their dead body, and then you would have to murder them again for them to con- even consider firing you, <laughs> right? You have to, you got to do a lot. So I'm like, fuck, what did these psychos do to get fired? And then I quickly realized, oh, this place that I work for is completely run by lunatics. Now I'm understanding, and there we go. Uh, all right, everybody. This podcast is probably going to be short because I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> how, how many podcasts do you listen to where the, the host is going, this one's going to be short because fuck this shit. <laughs> I don't want to do it and you can't make me. This ain't the Patreon. You ain't paying for the shit. And even if it was the Patreon, fuck you. I'm the host and I'm going to do what I want. Now lick my dick and suck my balls. (laughs) Fuck. Did you guys watch that documentary? I believe it was on Netflix about the Murdoch family. The the guys, that that, uh, lawyer family down in South Carolina where there were like all these incredible tragedies that were happening. Uh, and it was all revolved around the, the one Murdoch family specifically where the dad was the big lawyer and like all this weird shit was happening. Like I think it was his, his youngest son 
was involved in like a boating accident and like this this girl died in the boating accident and then there was like this uh kid that uh, they all suspected got hit by a car but now it's looking like somebody murdered him and the suspicion is it's the older son and then the maid in the family died and there was like all this fucking crazy shit going on and so then they started looking into it and they're like oh fuck they're looking into the dad for all sorts of like fraud and then they, i think like his yeah, it, it appears though he murdered his wife and his youngest son, and it's like, holy shit, the fuck's going on? It was a really cool, uh, as I just described all these atrocities. It was really cool. Uh it was uh, it was a good documentary. Now I don't remember the name of it. It was probably called uh, "Dick Fucks and Assholes" in South Carolina. I think that's probably the name of it. Dicks, fucks, and assholes in South Carolina. But if you look up Murdaugh documentary, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, uh, you'll find it. But you probably know what I'm talking about. Because, fuck, I became aware of this shit because it was always, for a long period of time, it was like every website I went to to, to look for shit. Because this was just a family of wealth and means and apparently like his family owned the the county they lived in like forever i mean not like legitimately owned but they like ran that motherfucker they ran that mother you know the the fucking classic southern lunatics running shit and it's completely lawless down there right but uh some shit came down uh I mentioned the boat crash. The family of a teen killed in a boat crash, who's, which prosecutors say began the financial downfall of double murderer Alex Murdaugh, has reached a $15 million deal to settle a lawsuit against a convenience store chain that sold Murdaugh's son alcohol while underage. Holy shit. They sued the store for 15 mil, or they're getting at least 15 mil. The family's attorney, Mark Tinsley, told media outlets that the $15 million settlement that will be paid by the convenience store's chain insurance was a large enough amount that Mallory Beach's family felt would show the stores have to take alcohol laws seriously. Now, I'm not going to disagree with that, uh, but I feel like because of this this kid's family, I think they probably recognized him for who he was, and they're like, oh, fuck, we're going to get fucked if we don't deal with this fuck. Or maybe I'm wrong. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? The settlement doesn't require Parker's Kitchen to admit responsibility in the case. In the case. A lawyer for the store said owner Greg Parker felt like he had no choice but to settle because... Alex Murdaugh and the chain would be tried together in the wrongful death suit. Oh, my God. So, to me, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with all of this stuff. I'm just saying, holy shit, where does it end? Because if you're going to sue the store, can you ultimately sue, like, they bought like a 12 pack of Budweiser. Can they uh, sue Budweiser? Again, this is some shit that I think about. Like, it's all like lawyer legalese stuff. And I can almost see someone going, 
uh, yeah, let's do this. Let's take down Budweiser. Why was a child drinking Budweiser? Beach 19 was killed and three other teens in the boat were hurt in February 2019 after Paul Murdoch steered the boat into a bridge piling, authorities said. Her family has already settled lawsuits with another family who held an oyster roast the group was attending, a bar that served Paul Murdoch liquor just before the crash in Murdoch's older brother, Buster. Jeez, Buster. He, what a... You know he's guilty because his name is Buster. Nurses at the hospital where the injured teens were taken said Alex Murdoch and his father arrived not long after the crash and tried to talk to them alone in the emergency room. One teen said it appeared the family's trying to convince them to say someone other than Paul Murdoch was driving the boat. Yeah. Yup. I do remember that in the documentary. Uh, 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 just all fucking crazy. It's all these people with money and means and they think they control things because they're allowed. It, these, these are the people who've never been punched in the face. Right? Every now and then, I think someone just randomly needs to get punched in the face to get them to remember the fact like, oh, fuck, I need to stop acting like an asshole. So uh, if you guys can just randomly punch somebody in the face and just go, you know what that's for, you'd probably be uh, stopping a whole lot of like murders and rapes and shit like that. <laughs> oh, fuck, that guy knows. He punched me in the face because he knows I was planning this shit and he knows. Stop being a fuck, you fuck. Stop being a fuck. <laughs> Ugh. I saw this dumb video where this woman was going uh, in front of like a school board maybe or maybe it was a city council meeting. And she's just kind of ranting and raving, right? And sometimes I, I don't mind when people rant or rave. Sometimes it can be funny. Sometimes it can be informative. But this time, it was just, this woman was a fucking lunatic. And everything she said was a lunatic. She basically was complaining about how the school was teaching her kids, uh, what is it, CRT? What is it, critical race theory? which is not being taught anywhere. I don't, I don't know what the fuck this bitch... This lady was down in Houston complaining about this. And then she was complaining about how the kids were being taught uh, SEI, I think it was. And I had to go, what the fuck is SEI? Uh, God, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it is... I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, structure and English immersion. It basically was like teaching kids how to get in, in touch with their emotions. <laughs> and this woman did not want her kids to be exposed to this. And I'm like going, ah, it sounds like they fucking need it because you're a goddamn lunatic. And she's a rant and raving and she's threatening to sue them. She's threatening to sue them and she's encouraging everybody to uh, sue them as well. And then she's talking about how it's so weird, how everything is structured and set up that you need to be a lawyer to understand things. And she's like, I don't understand why that is. 
And I'm like, well, it's like that, you dumb bitch, because of bitches like you threatening to sue at the drop of a hat, you fucking fuck. This woman, she was not bright. I'm going to put it to you that way. She said numerous things. Of she was homeless. She had to drive her car three hours to be there to talk to a school board. I'm like, what is going on with you, you lunatic? Why did you have to drive three hours to go to your kid's school board meeting? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. All right. All right. Uh, I got to go to a carnival two weekends ago, and I loved it. I love me a good carnival. I love me a good fair. I love all of it. I like the food. I like the people watching. I don't mind playing games. I don't I don't mind seeing like horses and stuff like that. It's great. One thing I, I'm not a fan of probably though uh, are the rides. Like I've never been like a ride guy per se. I don't mind a good uh, roller coaster. I don't mind a good Ferris wheel. But anything that just like spins and spins and spins and spins, fuck that. Uh, I get sick quickly. I saw, uh, sidebar, I saw the newest Jackass movie as well yesterday. What is it? Jackass Forever? Was that it? I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I really enjoyed the Jackass movies, but then they just like kept getting weirder and weirder to me. Like this last one, I saw way too many balls. They, they're, they're all about getting naked and showing their dick and their balls. I'm not quite sure what that's about. Uh, they did add a lot. There were several new people in the group. I think it's because people in the Jackass troop are dying. <laughs> or they're just in rehab. Maybe prison. So they were adding new people, which was interesting. But they had one where they were like one stunt. I always preferred the stunts more than like this weird sexuality shit. Uh, they're just tasing each other's balls or whatever. Do something weird. But one was like they were on like a, a merry-go-round. And they were like having to drink milk. And they were like puking on each other. And then people, of course, were shooting them with paintball. Because you got to do that, right? But there was a carnival in Antioch, Illinois, wherever that is, that they had to shut down yesterday. So they shut it down about 2.40 in the afternoon yesterday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon. The Antioch Police Department and Fire Department responded to a report of a child being injured on a carnival ride. Oh, my God. The, uh, they discovered an injured 10-year-old child who appeared to have been thrown from a carnival ride. Oh, no. The child was airlifted to an area hospital. It's about 60 miles from Chicago. Now, I want to know what the ride was. The mayor, Scott Gartner, shut down the remainder of the rides at the carnival. He was like, we're trying to make sure these things are safe and fun family events and our thoughts and prayers go out to the child that fell. I have two young daughters myself that hit close to home and we have to make sure something like this never happens again. Well, then don't have carnivals and fairs because carnivals and fairs are run by who? Carnies and fairies, <laughs> right? <laughs> 
carnies run the carnivals and fairies run the fairs. <laughs> hey, are you a carny? Fuck no, I'm a fairy. I only work fairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're classier. We're classier than the carnies. The closure of the rides will ensure safety for our community and allow officials to review safety of each ride. Now, again, they're not fucking telling me what the ride was. I want to know what ride it was. Because there are a good portion of times where I'm looking at these rides and I'm like going, who put this shit together? How was it put together? How do you guys manage to keep all the pieces? Because you guys know they go from, they're going from Antioch, uh, Antioch, Illinois, and then they're going up to like Waukegan, Wisconsin the next weekend. And then the weekend after that, they're going down to uh, Peoria, Illinois. And then after that, they're fucking going over to uh, Cedar Rapids, uh, Iowa or whatever. You're like, they're going all over with this shit. How are they not losing a couple screws? Fuck, I can't put together Ikea desk well. And we're expecting goddamn carnies to put a fucking ride together? Uh, these, these guys, like I swear to God, the one fairground that I went to, there was a lady who... Uh, she's just like yelling. She was running a game. Thank God she was just running a game and on a ride. But she's yelling at the other guys who are running a game. And then when we went back to go like down the fairway again, we saw her. She was sleeping in the area that she was working. Pretty sure she was drunk and passed out. And these are the people that were putting in control over rides? Fuck that shit. Fuck that. Everybody needs to fucking sign a, a waiver when they go in and go, hey, man, this shit's on you. If you die, this is on you. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> We're fucking freaks with minimal education. What do you want? The shit was cheap, you dicks. All right, I'm going to end on this. Uh Fuck. A fucking sea lion almost crossed a worker at an aquarium. Some asshole was going nuts on an airplane. I was talking uh, with uh, listener Anna. I was talking with Anna the other day about riding air, airlines. And, like, she's she's taking a flight in a couple of days. And I was asking her which one she was on. And she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I wouldn't ride, like, fucking Spirit or... JetBlue or Frontier, whatever the, the fucking cut rate ones are. And I'm in full agreement with her. I think we need to go back to the day where flights weren't cheap as fuck, where you couldn't get a flight to goddamn Orlando or Vegas for like 50 bucks, right? We need to put it back to where everything was like $500 and we need to weed out the shit bags, right? Because when you, you if you're not weeding out the shit bags... They're leaving the Greyhound bus and they're getting on the flight with you. And nobody wants bus riders on planes. We got to kick the bus riders off the plane, kick them back to the bus and tell them to suck it. You do not have the right to ride on a plane. Or we at least need to like enforce a dress code. Fucking Christ. No more pajamas on the goddamn plane. No more tank tops on the fucking plane. No more cut-off jeans on the plane. Dress up a little, you fuck. You're flying across the country. Have a little respect for the pilot. But, uh, all right, I'm going to end on this. There was an auction. We all know I love auctions. 
Uh, it's always cool when you can see things up for sale. Sometimes you get things cheap, sometimes you can't. But a thing that went on sale. Now this says, I have zero interest in this. But an original iPhone, an iPhone 1 or whatever, I'm assuming it was just called an iPhone, went up for auction. This is a 2007 phone. It was a mint condition mobile phone. Now, I don't know how the fuck you have a mint condition phone from 2007. What did they, they never used it? Did somebody just have it in their goddamn dresser and they forgot all about it? But this 2007 went on auction. Originally sold for $600. It seems like a lot of money. I wouldn't pay $600 for a phone now, let alone in 2007. And maybe that's why I should be riding the Greyhound bus. I'm a goddamn busser, apparently. <laughs> but it sold for a whopping $190,372. $190,000. 28 bids. I don't understand this at all. Who is paying that kind of money? Who's paying almost $200,000 for a fucking, uh, uh, an obsolete phone? LCG Auctions described the phone as exceedingly rare and popular high-end collectible, which is still wrapped in fancy plastic and safely nestled in its box. So it was just in the fucking box. No one ever fucking used it. I get, I'm confused by that. I don't understand that. Someone must have bought it and just left it in a dresser? But why? What are you going to do with it? I mean, to me, this just seems like, all right, it's a, it's a piece of history, but does it have any kind of fucking value? It's not like a fucking painting by Picasso or anything. It's a fucking electronic piece of equipment. Why doesn't my old fucking Walkman have any goddamn value? Why doesn't the thing in my hand, this Radio Shack tape recorder, have any fucking value? Because <laughs> it's beat and it's a piece of shit. That's why. Oh, yeah. Okay, I forgot. You're right. Huh. Well, all right, everybody. That's it. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. It's almost 930. I'm a child. <laughs> if you guys can do me a solid on a couple things, that would be sweet. If you could check out the Facebook book, a uh, Facebook book, Jesus, dude, you are tired. The Facebook page and the Twitter page, that would be awesome. Hit like. That's where you can see or hear the clips of the day. Listener Jason uh, painstakingly pays attention to all of these awful podcasts, and then somehow he manages to find a 30-second clip that is somewhat coherent and somewhat funny, and then he sends it to me, and then I post it. So that's encouraging you to pay attention to the Facebook and the Twitter page. Uh, if you could rate, review, subscribe, that'd be sweet. If you could uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon, that would be sweet. Patreon's paywall. So Mondays and Thursdays are freebies, but pretty much all the other days, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, are Patreon episode days. Five bucks a month, one less ice mocha mocha in your life. Or uh, three less donuts. That's what I've been told. I get this weird shtick going on Twitter, everybody. I don't know if you follow me on Twitter. But I have, uh, I've been convincing people that I make donuts. 
I don't make donuts. I just post in the morning because I get up so goddamn early. I'm just like, time to make the donuts. I don't know if you guys remember those old Dunkin' Donut commercials where the guy gets up incredibly early to go make donuts and he's like, time to make the donuts. And so that's what it is. Like, I can't go time to sell the dots. Nobody understands what I'm doing. But if I go, ah, time to make the donuts, people are like, oh, fuck yeah. So now it's turned into things. People legitimately believe that I am making donuts. And you guys know me. I can't let that slide. I got to go with it. I'm like, yeah, I'm making donuts. <laughs> Today, I told them that I talked to my boss, Larry, and Larry was allowing me to fucking make my own flavored donut. So I decided I was going to make a watermelon donut. <laughs> So people legitimately believe that I am making a watermelon donut. Um, one guy legitimately, he, he asked me, he was like, do you really make donuts? <laughs> He's like, I know you work for Dippin' Dots and you do comedy, but do you, do you really fucking make donuts? And I was like, uh, let me tell you this, man. If you just take everything that I post as being an absurd joke, you'll just be better off. And he's like, all right, I got it. There you go. But uh, go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, go subscribe to the Patreon. Please re rate, review, subscribe. And then uh, check out my T Public store, check out my Macari store. If you can't find the links to either of those, let me know and I will uh, send them to you. And then you can uh, maybe buy something from me. That would be awesome. And then uh, do the six things. You know what they are. But if you don't, I will tell you now. Check out Magic JBM on Facebook. John Midgley. Very talented artist and magician and social social worker. He's got a page for his magic stuff. So go check that out if you could on Facebook, Magic JBM. Check out Extra Levels Gaming and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It is an uh, independent video game store in Holt, Michigan. They sell old games, new games, all the kind of games, all the systems. So go check out their website, extralevelsgaming.com, and buy a video game from those guys if you could. Check out uh, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. That is a group on Facebook, so you got to ask to join. But it is a place where you can uh, sell trading cards, buy trading cards, uh, trade trading cards, trade your sports memorabilia. Do whatever you want. Just ask to join. We'll let you in. Just don't be a dick. That's rule number one. Don't be a dick. All right? And you don't need to live in West Michigan, or did I say leave? You don't need to live in West Michigan. Any Anybody can join, so uh, feel free to join. And then the Sunday Slaw. God, my brain's fried. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a shit ton of coleslaw. They do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. So if you like coleslaw, and you should, go check out their page on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. And then Adam is a part of Alex's Arcade, a charitable organization that helps out children and families dealing with pediatric cancer. They are holding a golf outing on Saturday, September 9th at the Bella Wood Golf Course in Macomb, Michigan. Uh, all the proceeds go towards Alex's Arcade. 125 bucks to sign up. You get the 18 holes of golf. You get a dinner. You get an opportunity to participate in a silent auction. It's a lot of fun. So if you'd like to join, you can find out more information at alexsarcade.org. And uh, I got a partner. So if you want to golf and you got a partner, let me know. Let's go fucking do it. We'll have a good time, everybody. We'll have a good time. Uh, then go head over to Instagram and check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's my main man, Mark. 
He's got a page over there, bear like a grizzly, bear boards and tables, and he makes a lot of things out of wood, wood. So if you like the things that he has uh, on his Instagram page, check out his Macari store, because he sells them. And if you don't see anything you like, let him know, and uh, maybe he can make something you will like. So again, bear boards and tables. And the last but not least, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram, and Matt has a store on Etsy. Barefoot Gnome, he sells clay gnomes, he sells his drawings, he sells all sorts of cool shit that he makes. So go check him out again, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's, the extra T is four titties. So do all those things for me if you could. Please consider subscribing to the Patreon. And that's it. You guys are great. Thanks for listening. I love you. I'll try to do better tomorrow. I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.